0: Welcome to the Bada Boom Podcast. This is Chris. And this is Troy. So it's been a while that we've talked about these things. But, you know, the Netflix Marvel shows are back in the news. We talked about Daredevil appearing in No Way Home. But now we've got a little bit of news about where the Defenders might end up. It just was recently announced that they were leaving Netflix. And now those series will be appearing on Disney+. Plus. But not in the U.S. yet.
1: Yeah, the U.S. is weird with all these rules, regulations. And I'm sure, I mean, that's like their target audience. So they want to make sure that the content stays where their biggest subscription base is. And quick side note, Netflix is also crazy with some of these contracts. Like Henry Cavill's face is technically owned by Netflix for two whole years. They go hard, Netflix does. So it's cool that, you know, other regions of the world are starting to see the welcoming home of Marvel content to Disney Plus. When we'll see it for the US, time will tell.
0: Yeah. And Disney Plus looks very different in other regions. So in certain regions, there's more adult content. But with Moon Knight coming out on Disney Plus next month, I mean, almost like. Wow! Next month is next week. We're already in March. <laughs> um, I think we'll be able to see if that's really successful. That we'll be able to start to see maybe some of the the shows like Daredevil, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage appear on that platform. I think Disney's still figuring out what they can put on Disney Plus. You know, I think they still want to put like very family friendly content on there and then leverage Hulu for the other stuff. And that's like really apparent. If you open Hulu, just about every time, at least with my algorithm, every time I open Hulu, Deadpool and Deadpool 2 are the first two things (laughs) that's advertised to me.
1: You know, when they took over Fox, they still had that deal that said any Fox production that's in progress will be completed. So if you see a movie that says searchlight studios or a show that says searchlight studios it's actually fox's previous projects and there's one or two pretty like adult movies i saw an ad for the other day and i was like oh i want to watch that and i saw the searchlight studios logo i was like no wonder previous fox project i bet it's on hulu what do you know <laughs> hulu logo shows up
0: Yeah, and uh, the logo is interesting too because I was watching uh, The Kingsman. I was, you know, you expect that iconic Fox logo and then, you know, instead of saying 20th Century Fox, it says 20th Century Studios. And that's interesting because I think that department will definitely play a role in how they figure out how to integrate more adult stuff into the Marvel Universe. And it's going to be interesting to see where they they put these characters because, you know, as impactful as those Marvel Netflix shows were, I think as time has gone on, some of them have seen time has really passed them by in a lot of ways. As much as Daredevil has aged well with the fighting and stuff like that, some of the scenes in Iron Fist (laughs) have not aged so well. And it came at a time, I think, a lot of it was kind of in between streaming and network TV that those shows like there were 13 episodes, probably four episodes too long, if you ask me, On a lot of those seasons.
1: That's exactly right, because mm-hmm. if we look at Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, you know, it's Star Wars, but are you even uh, Loki and Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision, they're like eight, nine episodes, like they're hitting that sweet spot. And I agree, 13 episodes, you're like, okay, two of these are probably filler. I mean, more like four, but... <laughs>
0: You know, those shows had to happen. You know, we don't get a WandaVision. We don't get a Loki, a Hawkeye without these shows. Especially Hawkeye being that Kingpin shows up in that series. And talking about these things, like, what do you think should carry over from these shows? Obviously, we're getting back Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Obviously, we've already gotten back Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. But... You know, there were some really good things about those shows, even though they were some things that we could kind of leave in the past. But if there was something that you felt that should carry over from those Netflix shows, what do you think?
1: You know, the beauty of the phase of the MCU we're in right now is that the multiverse can just change and fix anything we didn't like. So I think pretty much all the actors they cast were pretty solid. I'm not the biggest fan of the Danny Rand actor, but he just is so intense all the time. I'm like, dude, aren't you supposed to be a little chill? But like Luke Cage, dude, I love what they did with Luke Cage. Like the the actor is stellar. He's great in interviews and a very personal guy. What they did with Daredevil is like the best adaptation I think I've seen of almost any Marvel character outside of Spider-Man and Iron Man. I'm probably going to get heat for that later. <laughs> and, you know, the actress that played Jessica Jones, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Kristen She's Ritter. a great actress. Oh, boo, see, I think Chris is a fan. <laughs> he knew that right off the top of his head. I have it open. Uh, I was... Oh, okay, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I was a fan of her before Jessica Jones, and then when she was in Jessica Jones, I was like, oh, snap, this is perfect casting. And... I, I think they can definitely use these characters to introduce even more obscure characters like Spider-Woman is, is friends with Jessica Jones in the comics. So I want them to do more. I don't think they each need their own series. If they do have their own series, let's limit it to, like like you said, seven, eight episodes at most. Let's maybe get some cool crossovers in like the She-Hulk with maybe throw some Luke Cage in there there's opportunities i don't think they need their own series again but depending on how they want to be interpreted with the new multiverse kind of going on we'll determine that what about you man i know i just said a lot and there's tons of possibilities out there what's the possibility that you want uh more daredevil
0: and uh more daredevil
1: <laughs> that's it
0: well i think as much as I, I loved parts of each of those series, I, I think, you know, season one of Jessica Jones is probably the best season of TV out of those shows. I think my culture is Luke Cage. You know, before Mahershala Ali dies in that show was a really good show, but then it falls off a cliff, which is funny because now he's playing Blade. Iron Fist was bad season one, but season two, I, I do believe they turned it around. But Daredevil... Daredevil was probably the most consistently good show. You know, season two kind of took a step back, but it got back on track with season three. And then with Jessica Jones after season one, that like, after the Purple Man, that that show just was not as good.
1: I think season three was actually pretty good because it took a different twist on her being a PI and some of the other characters in the show. I liked it. I think it could have been a little bit better I liked the references in Luke Cage that we got to it. I wish we could have had a, a third season of Luke Cage where he's kind of a gangster of Harlem, but we're totally forgetting The Punisher had his own series on Netflix too. Yeah, you
0: know, to be honest with what's going on with, you know, The Punisher logo and how violent that show was, I kind of like don't think it's going to happen again. <laughs> so <laughs> we're kind of relegating it to Iron Fist, Jessica Jones. Luke Cage and Daredevil, because you're like, hey, I could see a version of this being on Disney Plus or on Hulu without it being, you know, super problematic. Whereas with The Punisher, there's some conversations that need to be had around that, which I don't know if Disney's too comfortable with, considering what what they've strayed away from in the past. So as much as I'd love, would love more Punisher, that was a show where I was like, I was happy with the two seasons we got because John Berthold was such a perfect Punisher. He is. I'd be happy if they just never revisited again, even though I love
1: the character. So you say all that. I love John as the Punisher, too. It would be pretty much impossible, I think, to get another actor to portray him as good as John did. But you know the movie Pretty Woman? Yeah. Did you know that's a Disney movie? Well, you know, Disney used to do crazy things, you know, back in
0: the day. I think, like, the old movie system was very different. Now they don't even let people smoke in movies. (laughs) So it's... uh...
1: Yeah, but they had their own separate distribution company called Touchstone that all their live-action media kind of funneled through. And, you know, it was kind of, I think, when I was a kid, I never associated anything that I saw with that logo to be a part of Disney. I just thought, oh, it's its own thing. But, you know, you know that it's a Disney movie when you see the Disney castle and the song and everything. And when I found out, oh, that movie is a Disney movie? So I think, you know, if if Disney can make a movie like Pretty Woman, they can do something with the Punisher. It's just, how do we do it to where it works with MCU and all the other stuff? It'll be tricky. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. but I think they've pulled off some pretty touchy, complicated stuff in the past and they can do it again.
0: Yeah. I think the first priority for them is figuring out Deadpool.
1: For sure. If they
0: if they figure out Deadpool and it's successful in whatever form they figure it out in, I think that's when it's like, oh, like let's figure out how we can do the Punisher next. Kind of going back to the question of like what I would want to
1: see more of. Yeah, let's get back to that. There were
0: like a lot of like really crazy cliffhangers in all of those shows, which I thought would be interesting to kind of pull at or or revisit, especially considering like there's some really cool characters introduced, like the guy who plays Bullseye in Daredevil. He was such a badass. And the fact that we kind of left
1: off where... That's my top cliffhanger.
0: I don't know if they call it adamantium in, in that moment. But the fact that he's getting the medal put in his spine, I'm like, yes, yes. I thought Iron Fist, you know, as much crap as that show gets, I thought season two was really good. It had a lot more martial arts and was less of a a soap opera, which season one was inexplicably. The fighting was cut horribly. And also the end of season two of Iron Fist kind of addresses some of the problems I think a lot of people had where now you had Colleen Wing have the the iron fist she was going to become the iron fist in season three so i was like hey and the actress jessica henwick has said that part of the reason she denied a chance at auditioning for a role in shang chi was in the back of her mind she felt that maybe she'd get an opportunity to revisit that role so i would love to see her come back in some capacity above all just more daredevil i would really love to see what daredevil would look like with a disney plus budget and sort of the writing of that original netflix series because i think if you combine those two you could have something
1: really special i gotta say man these marvel netflix shows they ruined all other superhero shows for me because they had such a Big budget and they shot all in New York, all on location, and it looks so good. And then I watch something on the CW and I'm like, dude, I've visited Warner Brothers a lot. I know that this is this one part. I know they shoot a lot of this in Canada for budget reasons. It just doesn't have that same cinematic feel that gets you more bought into that story. You and I are definitely hardcore bought into Daredevil and some of these other. Marvel Netflix series. So if they throw that Disney Plus money behind it, it's like, whoa! What else can we do to take this to the next level?
0: And that's what's crazy about time. You know, at the time of watching this, these shows really kind of redefine what superhero shows can be. And since then, they've been redefined even further. Where even though these shows ended only a couple years ago. Now it feels like the whole world has changed. We have a Peacemaker series. We have a Loki. We have all these shows that have like big budgets, big directors. Those Netflix shows definitely pave the way for the current landscape. But there is a need for updating. And I think when we see some of these characters come back, and obviously with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, we're going to see those iterations come back yeah. of those characters. So it'd be interesting to see them play around in that world. And we've already seen it, which is interesting because like I definitely feel Kingpin felt a little bit more cartoonish <laughs> in Hawkeye, maybe because that's a more comedic show. And maybe we see him come back.
1: I think the shirt really helps it.
0: The, yeah, the Hawaiian shirt and also, you know, him just like not dying, him just like getting hit by arrows, hit by cars, getting shot in the face, all those things kind of
1: made it like it's that suit though. You know, that suits me I know that material yeah
0: but still watching it it was like hey man like you should probably be dead <laughs> or some
1: internal some internal bleeding yeah, or something yeah
0: at least in the daredevil show you know when he got beat you're like hey maybe he has a high pain tolerance um, <laughs> i would love to fast forward a year and see where we see these characters again with iron fist luke And Jessica, it's hard to kind of see where where they fit in in things. Disney Plus is obviously creating a universe of like grounded heroes. I think Hawkeye is the only one that feels street level. Moon Knight has some mysticism to it, a magical element. When Ironheart comes out, that's you know, obviously there's gonna be armored suits. She Hulk, yes, she's a lawyer, but also a gamma-powered one. So I don't know if. Uh, daredevil really fits in there but you know marvel has this interesting way of like putting these characters in in spots you don't really expect i didn't expect blade at the end of the internals and that happened so i'd really love i'd pay a lot of money to fast forward a year and see the marvel landscape and where these characters fit in
1: i know you kind of touched on it and i want to just get your perspective a little bit more on the future We've got some of these older shows coming to Disney Plus and other regions, hopefully in the United States soon. You've listed several shows that are in works and are coming to Disney Plus. But if there is a Marvel character out there that doesn't have their series yet, well, what Marvel character would that be for you? What Marvel character do you want them to get their own series and show up on Disney Plus?
0: Wow, that's... Uh... A really tough question because my favorite Marvel character to read is probably Daredevil. So <laughs> they've kind of uh, addressed that. And then second, you know, would kind of be Iron Fist. <laughs> so um, I love their their street-level characters. Um, you know, Danny Rand I, I, I loved on uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Some of his comic runs recently have been, you know, really strong. But yeah, I can't quite think of what I I mean, he's appeared in a Marvel TV show, but I would love to see Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider get his own TV series. He almost got one on Hulu. Unfortunately, I think they filmed the pilot and then just passed on it. I suspect it probably had something to do with Kevin Feige consolidating control and realizing like, hey, a character like Ghost Rider probably needs a proper introduction into the proper MCU. So hopefully they have bigger plans for him. But I would love to see that character if you've read. Like, I really recommend reading, you know, that all new Ghost Rider series. It's it's really cool. It's refreshing. It's different. And Robbie's a great character in the comics. And I thought they did a pretty good job of showcasing him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So it'd be cool to see him possibly get a Disney Plus show. What about you? I kind of went on for a while. So I forgot there was even a question for a minute. So I was like, let me just pass that to you.
1: <laughs> no dude, honestly, that I am a huge Daredevil fan. I really wanted the next season. I thought season 3 was going to be Charlie Cox in jail and him just like beating the crap out of everybody and then putting on like a black and red Daredevil suit at the end or something. I think Marvel like you said to your point, your top 2 picks they already did. So they did a great job with their first round picks of getting their shows off the ground with netflix i think they did an excellent job there i am a big fan of and like yeah it's a kid's show but i was actually a pretty big fan of the agents of smash and uh, i love the red hulk and a bomb is great and i know we're getting a she hulk but if we did more to kind of expand that universe especially since Hulk hasn't really had his own movie. And that's kind of, you know, because of the deals that they have with Universal and whatnot. But having Hulk have his own show or some of the characters show up and, you know, just expand that universe, I'd be happy with just that. But one character we haven't really heard about or talked about too much, and I know some people are, they asked Kevin Feige this actually in interviews, and it would be interesting to see happen in a Disney Plus series as an introduction, is Nova. But I think with Nova, you want to be, you want to have like that Guardians of the Galaxy kind of budget and really go hard on it. And then maybe do a series later to fill in some gaps with it. Not something I would definitely press for, but it would be interesting to see how they do it. Like, you know, we always get these flashbacks with like Captain Marvel. That whole movie was just a flashback. It was just like, oh, yeah, you just didn't know this was going on. I'd be okay with seeing. Like a spy series with the original Ant-Man and Wasp, and seeing what they were doing going on like the during their like espionage times. And maybe there's more stuff we'll uncover and introduce into the universe that way. But for me, definitely top of the list. It's more Daredevil, more Iron Fist, more of what we've all seen. And then let's do some more stuff with the Hulks. Yeah, that that's
0: still and you bring up the Hulks and it kind of made me think about the Team Up series, the Defenders that was on Netflix. Obviously, there's been different iterations of that team in the comics, and I think they've had, obviously, more super-powered people on that team. Do you think they'll ever revisit the Defenders, maybe in a movie? or Because we know we're getting Defender Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So do you think that they'll revisit it in possibly like a movie? Because Kevin Feige has said, and I don't think they're done with Avengers movies, but, you know, he's called Endgame the final Avengers movie. Do you think they just avoid, you know, team-up movies on that scale and just kind of make it all the Marvel Universe?
1: That's a tough question because, you know, Avengers was definitely like the first really big chapter of it. And we now know about a lot more of these threats that are out there, and so... It's not about, oh, the threat happens, and now we're avenging. It is more of, we know these threats. Let's prepare and defend. So the Defenders lineup that we saw, I don't think we're going to really see that again. I think we'll get some really funny references to it, or some cool references to it. But I don't think we'll get like a movie or a show titled The Defenders. They'll probably Ralph Boner, Iron Fist.
0: i think they'll do that
1: yeah <laughs> iron, iron fist is a it's a tricky situation and i'm sure kevin feige is gonna pull a rabbit out of his hat and it's gonna go totally well because they made a lot of references to it in shang chi so it's yet to be seen i'm excited i got so excited during the movie and i was like oh that's an iron fist thing that's an iron fist thing that's an iron fist thing where were we getting this iron fist thing we saw a dragon. So we're we're getting closer to getting this character back on the screen, I hope. Like, I'm in the same boat as you. I was fighting yeah. it, but now I'm actually, yeah, I am in the same boat as you. Let's just fast forward a year and then be like, okay, what's going on? But we unfortunately have to wait.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that sucks about time. But what's weird is just a short 14 years ago is when, <laughs> you know, Tony Stark revealed himself as Iron Man to the world and now we have this whole universe of characters that you know as much as we're talking about the next thing and the next thing it's like there's so much we still have to enjoy we're still coming down from the high of no way home and you know marvel has really created a universe where even the projects you don't like you kind of have to really watch them and enjoy them and the netflix shows you know like i said have their problems but We're still all nostalgic for it. We still want more of it. So kudos to them. And I'm excited to see what's to come of these characters.
1: I am too, man. It's going to be a great time. It doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime soon. It's always something to look forward to in the crazy world that we live in.
0: Yeah. and I look forward to talking to you about it. This is, you know, crazy. We started this podcast two months ago, and we appreciate you guys listening in on all of our episodes so if you want to listen in more follow us on spotify anchor apple podcasts and also if you want to join in in the conversation please leave a comment on our instagram or dm us about topics you'd like to hear
1: totally and with that bada boom bada
0: boom